Welcome to First 15, and thanks for giving your first 15 minutes of the day to God while responding to His Word in a personal way. My name is Ron, and I'll be your guide on this journey. Follow us on Spotify and subscribe on iTunes or download on your favorite podcast provider so you don't miss any episodes. Also, share it with a friend so they can start their day right. Today, we're going to look at the shortest scripture in the Bible and consider how Jesus dealt with loss in the Gospel of John, chapter 11. There's a powerful word for us to hear in this verse. More on that in a second. On verse 15, you listen to God's word, engage and meditate on a personal level, then pray your response back to God. The fourth step is to apply the truth of God's message beyond these first 15 minutes in the rest of your life today. You can download the four-step process from episode one at podcast.wordofprayer.com, and you can also get a help sheet there for the four-step process that you can keep close for reference. In season one, we're demonstrating that all kinds of scripture, maybe even ones you haven't read much or aren't that familiar with, are useful for hearing God speak, meditating, and responding to Him. Today, we're back in the Gospels, and this is in fact the first Gospel I actually prayed through 10 years ago when I was living in China, the Gospel of John. Now, John is many people's favorite, and he emphasizes Jesus' signs, especially in the first half of the book, chapters 1 through 12. The signs that Jesus performs lead to belief, but they also arouse opposition to Jesus. So you could say the signs provoke a response, either one of belief or unbelief. John 11 contains one of Jesus's greatest signs. I think it also shows Jesus at a vulnerable moment when he is very human. Let me set the scene. Jesus is going to Bethany, a small village that today we'd call a suburb of Jerusalem. He has friends there, but the last time he was near Jerusalem, he was almost stoned. I mean, like people picking up rocks and throwing stones at him. His disciples remember it well and warn Jesus about the danger there. Are you sure you want to go back? They ask. Jesus is certain. He knows his friend Lazarus has died, and he wants to bring him back to life. The disciples don't understand, but one of them, Thomas, in fact, realizes the danger involved, and still he urges courage. He tells the other disciples, let's go with Jesus and die with him. Let's listen to two exchanges that Jesus has with each of Lazarus's sisters, Mary and Martha, once he nears Bethany. We'll first listen to John 11, verses 21 to 28. Therefore Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you would have been here, my brother wouldn't have died. Even now, I know that whatever you ask of God, God will give you. Jesus said to her, Your brother will rise again. Martha said to him, I know that he will rise again in the resurrection at the last day. Jesus said to her, 
I am the resurrection and the life. The one believing in me will live even if he dies. All who are living and who believe in me will never die. Do you believe this? She said to him, Yes, Lord. I have come to believe that you are the Christ, God's Son, the one who is coming into the world. When she had said this, she went away and called Mary, her sister, secretly, saying, The teacher is here and is calling you. A few verses later, we have the record of Jesus' conversation with the second sister, with Mary. So, John 11, verses 32 to 36. Therefore, when Mary came to where Jesus was and saw him, she fell down at his feet, saying to him, Lord, if you would have been here, my brother wouldn't have died. When Jesus therefore saw her weeping, and the Jews who came with her also weeping, he groaned in his spirit, and he was troubled. And he said, Where have they laid him? They told him, Lord, come and see. Jesus wept. The Jews therefore said, See how much affection he had for him. Jesus clearly moves with purpose here, as he does in the rest of John's Gospel. He seems to know there is a higher purpose in Lazarus dying and not rushing to heal him of his sickness. In his conversation with Martha, he's also clear and very bold when he claims, I am the resurrection and the life, in verse 25. He goes on, to link believing in him with life forever. And he asked Martha if she believes. She does. Now what comes next is a little surprising. When Jesus sees Mary in her grief, remember the word said she came and fell down at his feet. I can imagine her sobbing. Others are also there with her. And they're experiencing their own form of grief. They're grieving with Mary. Well, John tells us that Jesus is troubled and he groans in his spirit. He wants to see the tomb. And the next thing we know, Jesus is crying. The bystanders are moved by his emotion for Lazarus. And Jesus, who proclaimed to Martha already, I am the resurrection and the life is now breaking down when he experiences the loss that Mary and the mourners are feeling. Let that sink in a minute. Jesus experienced loss, and it was a raw feeling for him. Jesus also identified with the human sense of grief. There's nothing contradictory in the fact that He knew who he was and what he wanted to see happen. That he himself was the answer to death. And at the same time, he felt deeply the sense of grief and loss on a personal level. 
and didn't turn away from it or try to cut it off. He wept. Martha, Mary, Lazarus, these were his friends, and he hurt for them and with them. If you read on in the next few verses, Jesus confronts the power of death and the grave, and he commands the dead body of Lazarus to come forth, and Lazarus returns to life, rising from the dead. Let's pray. Jesus, I believe you are the resurrection and the life. I believe in you, and death never has the final word. Jesus, you felt my loss. You wept. You were at a loss in the presence of your friends and their suffering. What amazing love. Be alive in me today. Jesus, Son of God, author of life, I pray in your name. Amen. Meditate on Jesus' words, his claims, as well as his actions. This is God in the flesh, as John told us at the very beginning of his gospel, John 1.14. God has come among us. He felt his own pain of separation from a loved one. He felt the pain of his close friend's loss of their loved one. And he is the resurrection, and he is life. The shortest verse in Scripture, the fewest words, turns out to speak eloquently something very profound. Jesus wept. He feels our pain. He not only understands, he shares our loss. He was fully alive and fully engaged with life. In fact, he is life. Continue your meditation today. Either verse 25, where Jesus says, I am the resurrection and the life. Or verse 35, which tells us very simply, Jesus wept. Take it with you into the rest of your day. Let yourself be fully alive in Him today. Make the most of your time and be blessed. Today's episode is brought to you by Journey with Jesus, praying your way through Matthew's Gospel, which you can find on Amazon or linked to in the show notes. If you found today's episode helpful, share it with a friend and remember to follow on Spotify or subscribe in iTunes. Until tomorrow, keep listening to God.